Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we we don't just come at you once a week, fellas. No. We got a couple of special shows this week. Hi, everybody. It's Jungle Jim Jerome, Warren Hanson, and Kevin Martin with a special edition of Inside Curling. That's because there's a Grand Slam event on in Saskatoon. Yes, my friends, uh, the WFG Masters started on Tuesday in Toontown. Kevin's there. They got uh, women's and men's. 16 teams each side, four pools of four teams each. They don't play each other. A plays B, C plays D, and you end up with eight teams on each side. Just like that. No, not just like that. There's Kevin's going to join. We're going to put Kevin and Warren on the spot to explain who's through and uh, who's going to make the final eight. It's not, it's not done yet, but the regular playdown is done. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We want to acknowledge all our sponsors. Jackpot City, Coyote Tractor, Gold Line, and Hearing Life. On our weekly show, uh, Coyote Tractor brings you hot rock topics. If you have work to do, Coyote has the tractors, UTVs, ZTRs, and compact construction equipment to do it. Coyote, we dig dirt. So here's what's on the show. Uh, Kev, you're going to break it all down in Saskatoon. Uh, once again, the WFG Masters started. It's the third Grand Slam of the year of a total of five. So they're whipping along. Also, part of that is we made some selections. And I think you will be pleasantly surprised, my good friends, with how well I'm doing. Uh, also, on the weekly show, we're going to talk about this. Uh, there's a lot of talk right now, a lot of buzz, okay, about three-member teams, uh, not four. Uh, a bunch of people are are trying it, maybe because it's forced, or maybe they, they might start doing it on purpose, Kev. So we're going to look at that because we're getting a lot of action about that. And by the way, Bruce Mowat just missed by two hairs from going through to the playoffs with only three members of a team. So uh, we're going to find out all about that. What's happening around the curling world? Jackpot City Casino Games, perfectly made for you. Kevin, give us the update on the Grand Slam. You're back in the hotel. Yeah, just got done and back in the hotel. And yeah, let's cover the men's side first because I think that probably segues nicely into the women's. So not very often do we have this many three wins, one loss teams. You can imagine here, seven teams came in at three and one. So because of the draw shot total distance, that's uh, out of the eight draws during the, the round robin, they keep the best six. They can toss the worst two. Okay, so after that, the number one ranked team, Brad Guju. Number two ranked team, Joel Retornaz. Number three ranked team, Brendan Botcher. Number four ranked team, Yannick Schwaller. Number five ranked team, Matty Dunstone. Number six, Ramsfell. And number seven, 
Crothers, who is actually Brad Jacobs throwing the last rocks right now. Those seven are in in that order. Now, because there's seven, there were a bunch of teams at two and two, but there's only one tiebreaker draw. So there's only one game, and that's uh, Ross White, who had the best draw of the button at 4.7 centimeters, and then Nicholas Adeen had the second best. So that's your tiebreaker tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. local, bright and early, 7 a.m. To make the eighth team, okay. Correct, and that you'll have the pleasure of going in and playing Brad Guju because he's number one. Okay, so that's on the men's side. White against Adeen at 7 a.m., and that winner will play the number one seed, which is Brad Guju, and the rest is set. Okay, on the women's side, now because there's four sheets of ice and only one sheet being used by the men, that means there are three more sheets because normally it would be two and two, right? But because the men are only using one, there's three more sheets. So that would be six teams. So on the women's side, you've got Terranzoni, Jones, Holman, Gim, all at three and one that are in. Kerry Anderson had an unbelievable draw of the button, I think around three centimeters or something crazy, at two and two. So she got in, leaving six teams fighting for those last three spots. Now, two teams did get kicked out. Cameron was one of them. And Caitlin Laws. They were the two teams that got kicked out. So the other six will fight it out in the tiebreakers tomorrow morning. And that's Vrano against Fujisawa. Hasselborg against Strauss. And Kim, Unjung Kim, against Peterson out of the U.S. That's your three games tomorrow morning. So I do, we can't really tell you the playoff bracket on the women's side because there's still too much to, to decide. Right. Um, that'll make our picks interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, we're not going to know who's on what side of the draw and so on uh, till tomorrow at around uh, 9.30 when the games are done. But what a, what a terrific bunch of games. You know, we showed up this morning, uh, yesterday morning, to start coverage. Three extra end games. Tonight, two extra ends. It's just, there's a, because the teams are so even, there's just been a ton of extra ends. It's just been fantastic curling. The ice has been great. Tonight was a full house uh, as far as crowd goes. Um, it's just been a really good event. Uh, Saskatoon should be very proud of themselves. And now we're getting ready to get into the, uh, into the playoffs and around the rings coverage. Yeah. Well, how about, how about when you name the teams off? Okay. Who are going to ultimately make the final eight? Like all of them are household names, man. Like it's like, oh my God, what a field, you know? That like a Dean, okay, he's got the playoff, right? And the winner goes to uh, well, you gotta go against Guju after that. Oh f- excuse my language. <laughs> Credit to the curling world, way to go. Warren, how do you look at all of this? Well, like Kevin said, I think it's a great event. I've watched a lot of it, some great shot making. I thought at times there was some Shaky shot making by by a couple of teams, but overall it, it's a fantastic event. Uh, some of my observations: uh, look at uh, Team Carruthers with Jacob skipping. They seem to be re-energized with that change. They're they're doing exceptionally well. Um, I was going to ask Kevin about the Strauss team. Young women's team from the USA are doing quite well. What's your what's your take on them, Kevin? Yeah, really talented young bunch and uh, fearless. Um, I think that might even be a, I get maybe, maybe Schuster, but maybe even Dropkin, who sort of started the fearless thing down south. The, the U.S. teams, they, they just go for it. And uh, 
I guess when you you know you try a lot of tough shots, and you're playing very aggressively, you're going to improve. And this uh, this Strauss team is uh, very impressive. Um, I hadn't seen them play much before, so uh, it's been fun to be able to watch them. And I wonder, Kerry Anderson, three point two on the draw shot challenge. Wow. <laughs> what an improvement for that team. They must have been working on that to get that down to that. And also, out of the eight teams in the women's side, three of them are going to be Canadian, but on the men's side, four of them are Canadian teams. So a pretty good showing for the Canadian teams in this event as well. Yeah, oh, well, four out of eight um, in this type of field is amazing, and, and three on the women's side. So, yes, Canada, they've stepped up to the plate. Uh, no question about that here in uh, in Saskatoon, but you're right, Warren. You bring up a great point about uh, Carrie Anderson and the terrific draw shot challenge. But I think that's something that all teams are going to have to really, really work hard at. You can see in in the slams, but you can also see in the the world of curling how important being able to cover that pin is in the uh, pregame uh, draw to the button. It, it's become more and more important every year that goes by. So a young team that's just coming up in curling. Get practicing that draw to the button. You need to be able to draw the lid at will. Yeah, I think it's going to become more important as we move along here. I was thinking through this today about how we how we deal with these events with multiple teams and trying to shorten time, and it's going to be putting a lot more emphasis on that draw shot challenge. So it's going to become really, really important, I think. Well, when you get small pools, right? That's what happens. You only got four teams in each pool. You're going to get a bunch of ties. Kevin, did I understand you correctly? And God knows, Warren, I don't understand everything correctly. The, the men are taking up one sheet tomorrow because there's only one There's only one spot to be decided. Because there are seven teams tied. You bet, seven teams tied. So there's only room for one more team. But in this case, it's all going to be filled up at 7 a.m. So, uh, you know, with with the craziness of the crowd there tonight, um, I'll bet you there's a decent crowd at 7 a.m. bright and early watching the action tomorrow morning. The, the curling's been so good. Crowd's really loving it. So, uh it's it's fantastic. I, I hope a lot of people do show up. I just texted your boss at Sportsnet and said you'll be there at 6.30 to cover the... Uh, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, you'll be ready to go at 6.30. <laughs> yeah, when we hit the road, Jim, that's going to be your oh, job. Oh, God. 7 a.m. job. <laughs> Stop. Um, the other thing is, uh, I, I, I hate that thing, that draw shot challenge. I just hate it. I just think it's a... Stupid way to decide who advances over. It's a over. new world, Jim. It's a new it's world. It's brutal. I, I get where the TV time and all that stuff. I'm not asking for tiebreakers. Kev, total total score. Aggregate total score. You're six. You won six, four. The six carries over. Everyone gets it. And at the end, the guys with the most points win to get into the playoffs. Okay. I guess that would stop people from shaking after five, six, yeah, or seven. It certainly you'd, you'd, would. You'd, you'd exactly. play till the end of eight. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no? Well, we'll put it up for discussion, Jim. I want you to throw that out there. I'm on a roll with the good questions. I was going to ask about the water again tonight, but I ran that to, a, to its limit. Uh, we made some picks, Hanson. Uh, and I know what mine are, and I think I'm beating you guys, but you can give me the exact fact of how we did with our picks. Well, in both cases, we didn't do bad. Of course, it's a little bit of an unknown because of the tiebreakers, but let's take a look at what we know for sure. So, on the women's side, Jim picked Gim, Homan, Hasselberg. Two out of three, potential three out of three if Hasselberg wins tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> on the women's side, Warren picked Kim, 
Anerson, Fujisawa. One's in for sure. Could be two more. So there could be a three for three there. And Kevin's already got two for two with Terenzoni and Jones. So we're sitting right now with we've got five out of eight for sure. And uh, God willing, we could be eight out of eight. So now on the men's side, Jim picked Butcher Crothers. Yep, they're in. He picked Dropkin. Whoops, he's out. Oh, no, Dropkin. Hence the name, Drop. <laughs> Warren picked Schwaller, Rotanas, Agushu. All are in. Three for three. And uh, Kevin picked Mowat. He unfortunately didn't make it. And White is still on the ice. So we could end up with the men being six out of eight. We're right now five out of eight. So not bad either. Now you're giving us our total picks like we're all the, on the same team. Forget that. Okay, I'm going in. I'm going indies, man. Individuals. I see. Well, you can do that with the picks for tonight because we're going to be picking who's going to be in the finals. Even though we don't know which side of the draw they might be on, we're going to still take a shot in the dark. Okay, let me think about that before we get to it. Uh, on our weekly show, Goldline brings us one of the most popular spots, our guest spot. Who's in the house? It's called. Goldline Curling is proud to be the founding partner of United We Curl, a nonprofit focused on expanding diversity in curling. Learn more, unitedwecurl.com. Uh, so this has uh, been rearing its head the last uh, few weeks. We talked in the show about uh, some of these teams are winning with just three guys or three women. And uh, the question came up, no one ever thought they would do well, but they keep, they keep winning. 2021, that's how Gushu won a briar. And other teams are, uh, have been doing it. Team Moa qualified and third grant Hardy uh, isn't there. Warren, uh, what's happening? You're, you bring us up to speed on all this stuff. Yeah, this is, uh, this is moving into some discussion. So Rod Paulson put up a little posting on our Facebook group and on Twitter following our show a couple of days ago about this very aspect of should it be four people or is it becoming three? In the comments that we got, I was quite surprised by because um, I think it was almost like 90% said, Three players is definitely an advantage. And there was a couple of people that said within their club, if you play with three players, you penalized two points at the start of the game before the game starts because of the advantage that they feel three players is. And uh, uh, two or three comments were dead set, the fact that it, it shouldn't be allowed. You should have to have four players. And if you show up with three, you should be penalized. So I was quite surprised by the comments that we got. And I think... Uh, Maybe this is something that's got to be discussed further because it's pretty pretty interesting to see the success that these people are having with just three players. And, you know, is the game three or is it four? If you show up with two players, you're disqualified. Um, so another interesting point for discussion going forward. Kevin, what are your thoughts on those comments? Well, I think it is a four-person game. I don't argue with anybody like that. Should you be disqualified? If you show up at three, somebody gets sick. Well, I don't know. Um, but, but how about looking at, uh, playing with seven rocks instead of eight. So the, uh, the team that has four players gets to throw first and last, and, uh, the other team has seven rocks every end. That would be, uh, that would maybe make a little bit of a difference. Well, I think that's a couple of suggestions we had. There should there should be some penalty for playing with only three players, which I, I thought was interesting. It's I interesting. Never really heard that. I well, never we never really heard worried that about before. it before. That, we no. never worried about it before. It used to be the way we used to sweep. It would be a huge, huge uh, 
disadvantage. But now when you've got these people like Dropkin or so many of the sweepers, Brett Gallant, so on, who can dance behind and sweep both ways perfectly well, you're not at a disadvantage anymore. So it's just a new game, a new world, and and we have to look at it. You, you know, you want to make sure that the game is fair. You might have uh, you might have answered my one thought. I'm saying, okay, if you show up and your skip is abs- absent, there's no penalty. Yeah, but with the way these guys are today, Jim, you take a look at that Mowat team today. They're missing their third. You, they didn't skip a beat. Adin a year, year ago uh, didn't play an entire event. Oscar. Picked up the reins at the uh, fourth stone and, and didn't skip a beat. So I think they're so balanced and that they are able to adjust very quickly and they know each other's uh, abilities and uh, strengths and weaknesses so well that they can interchange themselves. So I, th- I think it, it certainly is an advantage to stick with the three versus bringing in a fourth person that might not be familiar with them to the same degree, I think. Don't you, Kevin? I mean, without question. We never really talked about it before, but now it is definitely talked about a lot. So there's it's going to have to be addressed probably at the World Curling Federation, I suppose, is who's going to need to talk about it. I don't think it can be just the slams or just Curling Canada or, you know, I think it's got to come right yep. from the World Curling Federation and the decision has to be made um, on this. And I believe it has been discussed at the World Curling Federation actually uh, lately. So it'll be interesting to see. Where where they take it. Yeah, where it goes. I tell you what, Kevin. I know that all the governing bodies of curling listen to this show. And they listen to hear Kevin Martin and Warren. Okay, but you have the curling world's ear, Kevin. Okay. I can just imagine these guys now when they listen to this show and they're they're freaking out about whether to go to eight ends or the tick rule and all this. And then you go, you know what? Maybe they should go to seven rocks. <laughs> I can, this will just be the best. The, the freaking board at the World Curling Federation is going, can this guy stop with the ideas? Jesus Christ. Oh, that's the best. They're going to, tomorrow they're going to wake up. Headline, Kevin Martin says seven rocks. Oh, this will be the best. Uh, fantastic stuff. I was just thinking about that. Okay, well, the other thing, you guys, you were saying in the, on, the, on our uh, weekly show that... The three, you know, they're going to look up and go, by the way, we just saved 6,000 bucks, you know, in travel and expenses and by only having three guys that we don't bring a fourth or fifth, you know, so maybe Warren, you're right. Maybe it goes to three men. Well, I think this is going to need some, uh, some discussion and it's maybe going to vary by the type of event that you're playing in. Right. Certainly within the club or versus Bonsville, but I found this one lady was very to the point that within their club. If you play with three players, you're penalized. Yeah, right. We never um, thought of that. And so I, I was surprised to hear that. Anyway, it's uh, it's another can of worms that we opened up. <laughs> our weekly show, uh, Hearing Life, is one of our uh, sponsors. If vision places the world in front of us, hearing places us at its center. Hearing Life invites you to love your ears with a free hearing test. No referral needed. Visit hearinglife.ca to book your free hearing test today. Uh, I think before we go, Warren... We have to uh, do somehow manage some sort of picks here. We do. How? <laughs> we do. Well, I think each of us are going to pick two men's teams okay. and two women's teams that we think will make the final, and we'll hope that we have made a decision that puts us on the right side of the draw. Okay. So go ahead, Jim. I'm taking uh, the what's way. his face who won tonight over Mowat. <laughs> Dunstone. That's a, okay. What's his face? Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, Matt, what's your face? Okay. I'm taking Matt, what's his face? Okay. And who else? Well, I was going to take Guju, but they, they got to face Guju if he wins in the uh, tiebreaker. So I'm not doing that. How about Carruthers? Yeah, that's probably a pretty good pick. Doing pretty well. Uh, Jacobs is looking very good. Yeah. Thank you. And he's from Northern Ontario. My, my hood. My hood. Your hood. So Warren will go with Gushu and Schwaller. Okay. Kev, two men's picks. I I definitely like Retornaz. They are curling so well. And uh, I got to go with the goo as well. Mr. Gushu looks very determined. Yeah. Uh, that game against Potcher, they were pretty... Yep. Pretty there on that one, I thought. Yeah, and of course, my, I look at Schwaller. They just came off that uh, event in Speedy Creek, winning that one. They're at three and one here, so they're obviously trucking along pretty well as well. So, okay, that's well, the men. Take a chat. Take a flyer, you guys, once in a while. Oh, my God. Hey, how about that? Oh, my God. Did you believe that Kevin picked Guju? He has done nothing in the last 10 years in curling. <laughs> well, well jim this show we pick who we think is going to win not who we think is going to maybe not qualify well i like what's so. his face that's why i went with that one yeah i like i like that okay what do you got on the women's side uh warren i'm gonna go with i need my hasselborg she's in a playoff in the morning yep rach i'm going with rach okay she told me to call her rach you guys know that by now and hasselborg is your other is your other home man rach Rach and the Borg. Okay. Rach and the Borg. Yeah, Rach okay. and the Borg. And what's his face in the men? <laughs> okay, Jim. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will go with Terenzoni and Holman. Rach. You're going with Rach too? Okay. Well, I'm going with Rach too. <laughs> the best I've seen Rachel Holman play in a long time. She's just incredibly impressive right now. So got to have her. But I'm going to take uh, Unji Gim as my second team. Yep, that's a good pick. I was I was sort of uh, determining myself whether I was going to go with that one. Well, they're or, just uh, so consistent, Warren. They're so consistent. Man, tough tough to beat. Yep. Okay, so there's our picks. We'll see tomorrow night how we did. Uh, there we go. There's a little special show. Uh, before we wrap, we want to thank Coyote Tractor. They bring you hot rock topics each and every week. If you have work to do, Coyote has the tractors, the UTVs, the ZTRs, and compact construction equipment. To do it, Coyote, we dig dirt. So there it is, boys. Uh, by the way, folks, if you're just tuning in on this special Friday edition, uh, during the Grand Slams, we're going to do this every week. They uh, generally start on the Tuesday. We do our weekly show. But while the Grand Slams are on, we're going to come on over the weekend once or twice for sure and uh, give you the updates and have a few laughs with you. And then we'll be back doing our regular show uh, the following week. Bunch of curling on tomorrow. Uh, 11.30, 3.30, 7.30 Eastern. That's 11.30 a.m., 3.30 p.m., and 7.30 p.m. Eastern to get your curling fix. Uh, thanks again uh, for tuning into our Facebook page and our Facebook group, and thank you for your comments. Thank you very much for tuning in, and thanks a lot for supporting. Uh, we really appreciate it. Send us an email, insidecurling at gmail.com. That's insidecurling at gmail.com. Kev? Uh, you know, on these special shows, we don't do video, all right? And I think it's okay that people do not need to see that shirt you're wearing. I think it would be just fine that it's not on video. 
I love this. What shirt. is that thing? Let me see. Get up. What is that thing? It's a, it's a little Paisley number you got on there. Huh? It's not... It'll be appropriate <laughs> when we do our first show from Mel. Yeah, there we go. I got, it's what's his face and what's his shirt. It's old what's his shirt. <laughs> Uh, aloha aloha everybody we'll talk to you we're going to be back on tomorrow night uh, to give you a little wrap that you'll be able to pick up Sunday morning Uh, take it easy everybody Uh, thanks Kev thanks Warren we'll talk to you next time on Inside Crew thanks Jim thanks Jimmy thanks Jimmy